1: And I'm Ray Ray, and, and this, this is, is our, our house.
0: house. Welcome to another episode of the House of Hockey podcast. This is episode 20. I'm your girl, Ray Ray. And I'm Breezy. And this episode, we don't have a full on interview for you with a guest because we actually have hockey to talk about or at least predictions of what is to come because this weekend saturday august 1st is the first set of nhl
1: playoff games are you excited i'm excited i'm going to be streaming it from camping but i'm super excited and i can tell by look on your face you're excited (laughs)
0: I am very excited. And I think everybody listening is very excited. There's a handful of scrimmages is not the right word, but we're going to go with scrimmages happening (laughs) this week as well, because I can't think of the fucking word to save my life. Um, But the games that really matter are happening on Saturday. And we thought... Breezy and I thought that it would be fun since we are actually on the Hockey Podcast Network and there are 31 other podcasts that are strictly NHL team specific. We asked a bunch of those podcast hosts to chime in with their very in-depth, enlightened predictions on how they think those teams will do because Breezy and I's predictions are going to be a little more, uh, how should we say this intuitively guided by our, you know, gut spirit guides, our instincts, <laughs> our gut, our angels are
1: just, or maybe just what we favor or, over the other. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Who you'll, we're rooting you'll never for. Know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna. I'm uh, gonna look into my crystal ball and see which logo I see, and that's how I'm gonna how I'm gonna tell you wh- who I think's gonna gonna do in each matchup. It's sort of like how I do horse betting, horse race betting. Do you horse race oh.
1: bet? Uh no. Or
0: have you ever Never. been to the ponies and and
1: done no. races
0: and bet on them? No, I haven't. Oh my- Oh my God, it's super fun. I mean, I'm not a big gambler, but that, if I'm going to gamble, that's a lot more fun because you can take, you can do it on a budget for like two bucks a race and just pick, you know, a winner or whatever, or or you could lose your life savings. But
1: I I could see you at horse races betting on stuff. It just looks like a you kind of thing. Right? I
0: know. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Of of all the
0: things that, of of all the things,
1: for sure. That's you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's – so what I do is I usually just, like, either pick a horse based on their name because they have really cool names or their color because they wear, you know, different colors or their whatever. And that's how I Mm -hmm. make my bets. I just, you know, have fun with it. and want to yell the really funny name at the, you know, go – Ride them, Cowboy, or whatever their names are. That's a horrible horse name. That's not what they're named. But that's how yeah. we're going to do our predictions of the 16 teams in the play-in round of the playoffs. Should we just get started?
1: Yeah, let's just do it.
0: Because I'm talking about horse racing. What the fuck? So let's start in the East with the Eastern Conference. We are going to just go from top to bottom of this one list we are looking at and we're going to go with Toronto Maple Leafs, Columbus
1: Blue Jackets. Who do you have, Bracey? Uh, I'm taking the Leafs on this one uh, for obvious reasons, but I do think that the Leafs have what the the Blue Jackets don't and vice versa. So, I mean, the Leafs have obviously a lot of offense, where the Blue Jackets have a strong, you know, defensive line. So, with uh, with Jake Muzzin being healthy again on the blue line for the mm-hmm. Leafs, and he obviously has uh, you know some Stanley Cup rings with the uh, the Kings, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he's gonna do a lot of work on the back end. He was kind of like the unsung hero for the Kings in the playoffs, so I'm gonna say Leafs on this one.
0: I got Blue Jackets just because I have a soft spot for the Blue Jackets. I think they're, uh, they're a really good team, and they, they don't get a lot of attention from the press because they're in Columbus. And I think mm-hmm. their goalie has really stepped up, and I think they're going to shock
1: everybody and come out with a, with a W. Let's, uh, let's bring it over to the uh, host of the Blue Jackets one to see what he says.
2: Hey, this is Frank with the Shoot Ones podcast, the hockey podcast network about the Columbus Blue Jackets. So what you need to know about the Blue Jackets and Maple Leafs series are just a few simple things. I know a lot of people are talking about the Maple Leafs offense and their speed and all that. Remember this, folks. The Blue Jackets this year had the same amount of points as the Maple Leafs. The Blue Jackets actually did slightly better and expected goals for at 5-on-5 five five, uh, as a percentage over the course of the season. On top of that, the Blue Jackets led the league in having 419 man games lost. There were nights they were rolling a team out there that would not have met the veteran rule for a preseason game. That's what you need to know about the Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets in many ways have one of the most under some of the most underrated players in the game. Pierre-Luc Dubois is a budding star. Oliver Bjorkstrand is probably almost scientifically at this point the most underrated player in the NHL. So if you're, if you're looking into these series and saying, hey, I want somebody to beat the Maple Leafs, which I, I've either got people saying, yeah, the Maple Leafs are going to win it all, or people who are just waiting for somebody to beat the Maple Leafs. The Blue Jackets have a great chance at it. If I'm giving you my prediction on it, Blue Jackets in four. The Maple Leafs will win either game one or game two in a rout. They'll have some game where they put up six or seven goals or something crazy, and it looks like the Blue Jackets are done for. They're gonna lock it down, and Jackets in four.
1: Let's uh, let's bring it down to the Penguins and the Habs. What do you got?
0: I have the Penguins because yeah.
1: that's just all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. See, I'm kind of torn on this one because I don't I don't really care for either team. Uh, I feel like I want to say the Habs just because. The Penguins have been freaking there recently, you know. Uh, But I just don't think the Habs really had it in them, but I'll say the Habs. It would be nice
0: for um, Price to get uh, a cup with the Habs, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But let's uh, toss it over to one of our podcast host experts for his opinion.
3: What's going on, Breezy and Ray Ray? This is Nick Berlanski from the Tip of the Iceberg podcast covering the Pittsburgh Penguins. ...for the Hockey Podcast Network. When it comes to the Pittsburgh Penguins' first round, I guess it's a play-in round series against the Montreal Canadiens, I think they need to take the Canadiens a little bit more seriously than a lot of the Penguins fans have, and a lot of hockey fans have said that the Penguins should take them. I mean, you have to already look at the factor that you have Carey Price in net. That's what a lot of people have talked about. He is definitely an X-factor and somebody who can steal games for the Montreal Canadiens, but I really look at, when I'm looking at the Montreal Canadiens, the way that they possess the puck, they were a top five team in possession, which is going to make it difficult for Penguins forwards and the Penguins playmakers to score goals if they don't have the puck and have as many chances to beat Carey Price, but I still think that the Penguins will get it done. I think that they're, Top twelve forwards will be skilled enough to break through the wall that is Carey Price. I think Evgeny Malkin's going to have a big series, and I think the Penguins' fourth line of Bluger, Aston, Reese, and Tanev is going to have a really good series against the Montreal Canadiens. So my official play-in series prediction is Pittsburgh Penguins in five games.
0: Up next, we have the New York Islanders and the Carolina Panthers. I this is going to. I think this will go to game five games, I think this is going to be pretty well matched. And I think the Islanders are going to take it just based on their last few years of playoffs that they've had and the coaching. I mean, obviously the coaching in Mm -hmm. Florida is stellar coach Q, my boy, but I don't think Q has the players to do it with florida
1: just yet yeah i uh i have to agree with you on this one i think that the islanders are going to take it um again coaching i think there's uh, experience there so i'm going to say islanders I toss it over to
0: one of our podcast host experts for his opinion
4: it's tj and the grumpy old man from the never say die podcast covering the new york islanders Now, Grumpy old man, how do you think the Islanders are going to fare in the first round of the playoffs against the Florida Panthers?
5: Well, I think that teams that play a solid defensive style are going to probably be the ones that uh, are going to perform well early on. So I'm picking the New York Islanders.
4: I agree, Grumpy. I think the New York Islanders probably fare pretty well in this matchup against the Florida Panthers. Um, It's not like we're going to see any very high-scoring affairs, I feel like, especially with the offensive woes that the, the Islanders have faced Um, but they've got some key parts of their team and organization back healthy uh, and ready for this playoff push.
5: Yeah. Adam Pellick is back, uh, and that really solidifies their back end. Casey Zizekas is ready to go. Cal Clutterbuck, good or bad, is also going to be ready to go 100%. And – I know that uh, Florida was having some woes before the break also, but I just I just think we match up against them. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I'm rooting for Thomas Grice and goal. He's always played well against Florida. But Bobrovsky's always played well against us, so it's going to re- really be an interesting matchup. But I'm going with the Islanders.
4: Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Islanders too. Um, it's interesting you mentioned that. Obviously, I think the biggest kryptonite to a hot team is a even hotter goalie. So whether Varlamov or Grice can get hot, I think that spells trouble for whoever faces the Islanders. But I, I am picking the Islanders over the Florida Panthers in this matchup.
5: Uh, yeah, and we're going to have to have uh, Matt Barzell really step up, I think, in the first round for certain.
4: Yeah, we're definitely going to have to get that uh, offensive cohesion going, and we're going to have to start a little bit of a fire under our asses. So, we're definitely looking forward to it. But the Islanders over the Florida Panthers.
1: Go Islanders! So now we are down to the Hurricanes versus the Rangers. This is a good one. This is a good one. What do you uh, What are you thinking?
0: I think it's going to be another similarly well matched playoff uh, experience. Yeah. I think, oof, I, I want to give it, I want to give it to the Rangers. I think they can do it. I think with some of the trades they made at the deadline are really going to help them, but it's a matter of if they have that chemistry or not yet. And I think Carolina has more of a chemistry going. Mm hmm. Oh, I'm going to, I want to give it to the Rangers, but I think Carolina is going to take it. And I think, yep.
1: if, yeah, you. Yep. I'm Canes. 100%. I think, like you said, chemistry's there. there. Um, oh. Rangers got some good guys on the team that could that could definitely help out, but I think, I think the, uh, the Canes are going to rally together for this one.
0: All right. Let's go to the West. Let's go out West and look at the Western conference. Calgary Flames and the Winnipeg Jets. I got to be really honest. I have not watched enough games of either of these teams, just generally. So Mm -hmm. my prediction is gonna just be red or blue. Red or blue. (laughs) I'm gonna make my my prediction on this team. I'm going with well blue slash white I'm gonna go with the Winnipeg because I just like their fans they like do mm-hmm. that white out and that that's yep. how I'm I'm horse race picking this winner
1: <laughs> picking that winner uh you know I think I said it a few weeks ago I think that the Flames have it in them to to go pretty far um obviously they are the number one seed right in that area uh, okay whatever um but I, I think the uh, the Flames are are probably going to take this one over the Jets, which is very surprising because the Jets are super talented. Not to say that the Flames aren't, but the Jets just, gosh, they're so freaking good. So I'm saying Calgary. I don't even need to ask you this one. This is just – oh, jeez. So Oilers, yeah. Oilers or Blackhawks? I think you're taking Oilers. I – I think you're going to surprise everyone and say that the Oilers are going to take it.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm really not, you're not saying no, I'm really concerned. I'm really concerned. And I think I'm going to go with what I said last week, which was, I'm going to go into this expecting the Blackhawks to lose to the Oilers Uh because of the goaltending situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna go with that and yeah. I want the Blackhawks when I'm wearing my Blackhawks shirt for Christ's sake I'm a Blackhawks fan but I don't want to be disappointed and so I'm picking the Oilers just because of that even though that makes me want to throw up in my mouth. I retract that statement. I cannot do that. I have to pick the Blackhawks. <laughs> oh my god! I can't. I can't. I have to pick the Blackhawks. I'm picking oh, the Blackhawks, so but I'm expecting us to lose. That's how I do it.
1: You know what? That is a true fan right there. Yeah, true I can't. Fan. I almost threw up in my mouth when I said that, Oilers.
0: Who you got, Brazy?
1: I got the- the Oilers 100%. I think that they are too good and they have so much chemistry right now. They are completely on fire. And I think that they are going to surprise people in the playoff run.
0: And we've got a fellow podcaster from the network with his official prediction on this matchup
3: Grant Chung, your host of the Hungry for Hawks Talk podcast, the Hockey Podcast Network's Chicago Blackhawks affiliate. My prediction is that Captain Taves finds a way to shut down the McDavid line and Patrick Kane goes on an absolute tear to secure a Blackhawks victory in 4 games. Cup or bust baby, let's go. Woo!
0: We've got the next matchup with the Vancouver Canucks and the Minnesota wild. I'm going Canucks for sure. They have been mm-hmm. playing amazing all season. I've seen a handful of their games. They got a bunch of former Kings players, right breezy mm-hmm. or one or two. Uh, yeah,
1: um, they actually, they, well, they've just picked up Tyler to Foley, uh, right. you know, not, not too long ago. And Tyler obviously is a huge asset to any team. Uh, especially when he is paired up with his, his little brother uh, Tanner Pearson, so the two of them together, dynamic duo, uh, they're gonna friggin' they're gonna destroy. I, I think it's gonna be really good.
4: Oh
0: yeah, and the Wild, who's even on that team anymore?
1: I mean, they got a full team. Let's let's. Well, not... yeah,
0: but like <laughs> they don't have like a whole. Who's their star player now? You know.
1: I mean they still have uh, what Ryan Souter, right? I mean he's he's a little bit older though. Mm-hmm. Huh, he might be a little bit slow. I mean Zach Brees, he's still there. I mean they, they still have a pretty solid lineup. Um, but I don't think that they have it in them too, unfortunately. No.
0: And finally, you you tee up the tee up the last Matchup in the oh. western conference
1: oh this one is a tricky one i am like you i i don't know what my expectations should be but i'm i'm confident that the boys can do it the nashville predators versus the arizona coyotes who are on fire completely surprised every single person i think um it's going to be an intense, tough matchup. And I think that although the Coyotes are phenomenal and doing so well, I think my Preds with my Norris trophy nominated Roman Yossi can really get some work done. And I know they're excited to play. So I think the Preds are going to take this one. I'm sorry, Breeze, but I got to go with the Yotes <laughs> here. I got to go with the Yotes, not because I want to go, go against
0: you, but I think I They're just so good. They're the Yotes so good. Are, they've got that something special, and with Kessel and the timing, I, I, I think the Yotes might surprise everybody here, or they'll – or they'll just suck it up. But I think the first game, I obviously those are the only two options, but I think the first yes. the first game of this series if the Yotes come out strong and 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 working together, they have a chance to go really far in the playoffs. But if they don't and they come out weak, Nashville's going to take it all the way. Yeah, in this year in this yeah. series for sure.
1: You know, I have to agree with you if they weren't playing the Preds, I would be saying exactly what you're saying, but they're Mm -hmm. playing the Preds. So I got to, I got to stick with the boys. I got to stick with my, I got to stick with Roman. He can hear me.
0: Yes. (laughs) I think he listens. I think he knows you're a really big fan.
1: Yeah. I think he
0: does too. Let's just go with that. (laughs) So those are our predictions. Some based on stats and facts, some based on color, some based on experts from our, (laughs) from the hockey podcast network. Either way, we have hockey to watch and Saturday and Sunday, like that's, I think what I'll be doing. I will be sitting in front of the television
1: watching hockey. And that's, and that's what you should be doing. Yeah. Eating a lobster roll. You know it, you know it. <laughs> what are you going to be eating at your campsite?
0: Oh geez, uh, are you sorry. Gonna, do you bring like all your meat stuff and do you smoke it and do all your good stuff?
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to be, where it's, it's dry camping, so we're not going to be hooked up to any electricity, water, or anything like that, so kind Why? of off the grid, but because that's that's the campsite, I mean, but you're beachfront, like, you're literally, you'd, like, rock down some rocks, and you're on the beach, but... Does uh, that mean I'm gonna, you have to poop in the woods? No, we have a toilet. Oh, okay. You just can't, like, you know, can't really, like, take a, a shower, you just, like, have to be, like, a quick little shower. Okay. Uh, if you're like washing your hands, you got to like, beep, beep, and that's about right. it. So, don't uh, waste it's the good. water. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I am gonna bring my my portable smoker. Um, it's called a Scout, my Traeger Scout. Uh, I'm bringing all the seasonings. I have like a little toolbox. It's called my flavor box. I'm bringing that. Um, and Saturday, I think I might do a tri-tip Saturday. Cause why not? I like it.
0: i haven't figured out my meals yet but i i will be probably anxiously pacing around the television watching hockey and screaming at it yeah i have to like
1: charge my ipad and (laughs) like have it set up on like a table and just watch it
0: (laughs) i'm very excited you know i really hope so i'm i'm not an nba fan obviously but i read sporting news you know headlines Mm -hmm. and stuff and I can't tell you the name of the player, but there's an NBA player who is doing a um, like recording inside the hub because the NBA is doing like the the bubble too, like how we're like the NHL is going to be doing like the hub bubble where only the people are allowed in there. And he's been mm-hmm. vlogging like the whole experience, his experience from his point of view and like recording wow. with the camera. And it was a little boring, but also a little interesting to, cause they're the only people who can actually give us an inside look into what's right. happening. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really hope we get some of that from the NHL as far as, let that like maybe the league picking one or two players that can you know do some recording of just like getting up in the bedroom and you know going right. down to breakfast and you know people in the masks and going to practice yeah. but
1: I, I, mean, I feel like you have to have the right personality for that because i mean if you have like a Connor mcdavid doing that he just can be like what's up guys i'm sorry That's- did you say <laughs> i fell
0: asleep with when you said Connor mcdavid Oh, I like him. I yeah, it's <laughs> just personality-wise, this no, know, yeah, like yeah. they need um, Alex Kalorn to do it because I saw he yeah. was posting something that, of course, the dogs are barking because the FedEx man is here. But the um, I think he would be really great at it. He's yeah. got a great personality. He's got a great relationship with all the boys on the Lightning, mm-hmm. and I think that would be you know interesting to see. Yeah. And I, you know, he's he's kind of funny. Um, yeah who else yeah you definitely uh, have
1: to get the right personality in there
0: oh yeah I'm looking at the list here just the other who are some of the other players I mean I mean Max, you could go with Max the Domi four. would be good oh, yeah. yeah
1: Max Domi would be really good yeah um I think yeah.
0: anybody from uh the Golden Knights would be good
1: I absolutely mean, pick a personality there. yeah yeah
0: um
1: who would you pick from the Hawks can't enough. do Captain Serious.
0: No, t- and Kane's really serious too. Um, yeah, I would pick.
1: Um, gosh, I feel like none Duncan of them. Keith would be pretty good because yeah. he's so like.
0: That would probably um, be funny. I think. Yeah, I would go with Keith because he would be sort of like. Uh, I I just imagine him being a little like, how does this thing work? Like, what's up? Like, you know what I mean? Like a little kind of like hitting the wrong button or have the wrong way kind of thing, but maybe I'm not giving him enough credit, but (laughs) he's not that old, but I sort of envision him just kind of like, what, what is this shit kind of thing? You know?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Not really like Kalorn, who's, who's like got it down pat, you know, but I think, uh, Keith would be funny with that. And I think Pasta would be funny if he does end up playing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love his accent. He's so funny. Yeah, he
1: is. I think
0: Ovechkin, if Ovechkin would do it, I don't think he would do it. But if he did, I think that would be pretty freaking funny to see him with with the camera. And like, I I imagine him with it like, you know, unflattering angle sort of (laughs) kind of like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think Jordan Bennington should do it if uh, just because he's so sarcastic and kind of just like, you're just like, gosh, why do I freaking like you? You're such a freaking donkey. Yep. But, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think so. Well, I Do you think McKinnon would do it? I think McKinnon's got a little bit of a personality.
1: Yeah, I think yes. he does too. Um, I think he would probably be the Maybe not the best one but I think he would be a good representation mm-hmm. to do it for the Abs. Yeah, that's for sure. And then I think you just got to give it to Sags to do Dallas cuz why yeah. not? Just why not? Yeah,
0: he I don't know if he'd be as entertaining but he's sure pretty to look at.
1: I just feel like they, he would just get the eyeballs. I mean, that's yeah. going to your social account. That's good marketing right there. You just got to go with what's going to be good for the brand. So Yeah. And you but know the stars me. aren't going to do that
0: because they don't do any kind of any of that.
1: No, they don't They've do They stay so far away from it. They don't
0: even engage with the fans on their Mm-mm. socials. So we know they're not right. going to do shit, even though
1: they should. They should be Watch. marketing
0: the hell out and of they,
1: them. And they come out and they do like the most of everybody. <laughs> I, w- I would laugh. I would laugh. I really I, would. I would
0: too, but they're not going to do anything. Not no. that ownership. No way, Jose. No,
1: mm.
0: no way, Jose. Anyway, that those are our dreams of what would happen. I think oh, we uh, didn't do
1: Philly. Kevin silly. Hayes. Philly. Hazy. Got to do it. Yes, do
0: it. Uh, bring the fire, Hazy. Come on. Yeah. He's so funny.
1: He is. And, funny. and
0: um. Oh oh oh. sonk Um. <laughs> Keep Yandel. We gotta get yep. Yandel to do it.
1: Yeah. would do it. Wouldn't he? Yeah, we? that'd be good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. I think so.
0: Yans. They're so good. Anyway, though that's that would be fun. But I don't think we're gonna get any of that, unfortunately, because we know how the NHL is. They're pretty uh, you know up around that's not mm-hmm. the right phrase why do i even try to do
1: this just you we, know we know we can't do those i know we suck
0: they've we got their shack no that's not the right word they've got
1: uh lockdown them on lockdown. yeah
0: they keep the there players
1: like close to the chest tight-lipped
0: there tight-lipped there we go
1: there we go i got you i got that's you. It. that's it that's what teammates are for. High five. Yes. Ding.
0: Anyway, everybody enjoy hockey this weekend and the, week and the next week and the next week and the next week and the next week and we'll actually be able to talk some real hockey.
1: Yeah. Well, some interesting episodes coming up. Yeah. We'll, uh, we don't know what's going to happen yet, but we'll figure it out and we'll make sure it's interesting. Hell yeah.
0: Our podcast is proud to be on the Hockey Podcast Network, and the network is home to many other incredible podcasts, including this one.
4: Some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And now Samenko out in front of the goal, pounding away at Joe Kocher, who's down on the ice holding the back of his head um, you yeah, know actually much what really surprised me especially with Twitter being like Leaf Nation was Grimson over Colton No that actually that voting really surprised me I didn't think that would happen
3: Don't forget to catch the fourth line voice podcast wherever you find your podcast presented by the hockey podcast Network
4: Mark event. and everybody goes on and on with the whole PK thing and blah and oh and he hated him because he doesn't like fun and blah blah blah. I have heard from a few people that Mark Burgevan's hilarious.
2: No, this guy was a riot, yeah. You know, he would uh have to be at the bar and he's like, Oh I just had a penis colada.
3: And the girls would like give a double take and be like what? He's like, Yeah, I had the penis colada, you know I it's not bad, you know this- Enforcer based podcasting wherever you get podcasts from.